Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Men's Room Podcast from TalkSport is proudly sponsored by Toolstation. If, like me, you love a little deal, then you can join the Toolstation Club today online, in-store or via the app, and you will save some money getting a 5% discount shopping with Toolstation, as well as a chance to get your hands on some fantastic prizes, such as TVs, gaming consoles, and even holidays. If you keep spending, you'll keep on saving. That's the Toolstation Club, so make sure you join today, online, in-store, or via the app. A Bosch. With my sidekick, Mr. Rory Jennings, this is another episode of The Men's Room. As you already know, if you don't, let me just just remind you, The Men's Room, we talk about absolutely everything. Nothing is out of discussion uh, and we're open and honest with it, aren't we, Mr. Jennings? Yeah, we certainly do our best. We don't shy away from the topics. And I think that over the uh, couple of series now, we've had some enlightening conversations and I anticipate this one being of a similar nature. Yeah, indeed. Um, This topic is an interesting one. Not all our topics are interesting, but this one I think is going to be really interesting. We're going to be talking about body image and eating disorders. And we have Tommy Hatter with us. Um, does everything. Actor, entrepreneur, model uh, as well. It's a shame we're not videoing this one so you can mm. see no, I'm quite his glad. wonderful good. This, yeah, this, yeah, this man is no good, no good for my yeah, ego. Yeah. Watch how you keep, keep your distance from this me. Is actually, this oh, is actually yeah. good. This is a good one that we're not filming. <laughs> Tommy, really appreciate you coming to us. Thank you, well. Thank you guys. So I'm much, excited man. to be here. Uh, yeah. Usually, when I do my things, when I, I I message my dad and I'll tell him, "Hey, I've got this acting thing," or you know, "Did you see this billboard of me?" and he'll reply because we don't live in the same country. He'll reply like, "Nice, good job, keep it up." But I told him I was coming on here, and he literally sent me like an essay. He was so excited. So <laughs> oh, that's you know, very that's sweet. That's good. You know, when you say acting, uh, although this isn't part of the topic, what, what have you done? Uh, I saw four, which is a big one. What else have you done? Yeah, that you was know, Rory's. An ex actor, can we say ex? Failed. You can no, say no, no, failed. No, 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 no. Never say I failed. I think of myself like no. that. So I, I would take out the failed and just. just yeah, yeah. yeah. Rory's been oh, that's, that's very cool. So you're already uplifting me. This would be great. EastEnders, <laughs> Doctor Who. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What else, Rory? Long, 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 long time ago. Lifetime ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing quite so glamorous as Thor, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else have you done? That's probably my. That was my first one. That was that's my the big one, isn't it? That was the big one, yeah. That was kind of what started it. And then. I've done, I did the Maze Runner, the third Maze Runner. Okay, yeah, 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 huge. Yeah. Then I did a few different ones, which probably didn't, won't hear of. I did a movie with Samuel L. Jackson called The Last Full Measure, and that was cool. Um, Anything with Sam, Samuel L. Jackson's the coolest man. Oh my God, he's on so, planet Earth. He's like, so good. Literally the, it was like, on planet yeah. Earth. I mean, that's, that's the best sentence in the world, isn't it? I've worked with Samuel L. Jackson. And, no, and to say it so fast and dismiss it. Yeah. Like, I've done this film, you've never going to heard of yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, my favourite movie, I, I, my favourite movie is a sports movie. Have you seen Coach Carter? Yes. yes. Oh my yes. God, it, it, that's like my favourite movie. Yeah. So. He's, so he's not aged. 
Yeah. Oh, literally, he stayed no, no. 60 forever. Like, he's been yeah, 60. Yeah, yeah. It's like Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Like, Morgan yes. Freeman's been like 75 <laughs> since the first time I ever saw him. Yeah. <laughs> the other day I found out it was like 88. I was like, what? How's Morgan Freeman for age? But, um, yeah, let's talk about um, body images and eating disorders. You wrote a book on it as well, I believe, haven't you? Writing one, so I, yeah, I've, I've wrote a few stuff, but I do a lot of campaigning recently around body image. And it kind of happened organically. It was, you know, during the quarantine, I obviously all of the acting stuff dried up mm. and I'm very creative. So it was kind of, I was just posting on social media around my fitness routine and things that I wanted to eat and get in shape because a lot of people were asking me and it kind of just naturally came out the why, why did I get into fitness? Because I never used to be. I used to be that kid at school who would always be picked last at PE because I was so really? rubbish at it. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I would skive school. Um, I hated PE. But, you know, it, now fitness has transformed my life. And writing about it on social media, it was talking about, okay, why am I now into it? And naturally it just came out because of the body image issues that I had faced growing up mm. and the pressures that I had faced trying to look a certain way and kind of how that spiraled down a very dark path for me and how fitness and well-being have kind of transformed my life in a way. When you say the pressures of having to look a certain way, is it because as a model you've got to stay in lean shape or you're just talking from your own your own standpoint of wanting to look a certain way? It happened way before then. Okay. Um, it happened back in school, I think. You know, I used to watch a load of crappy American TV shows, um, all of those high school drama things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you watch them and, you know, all... And, you know, what, 13, 14? Like, my biggest priority was trying to date. I wanted to like, <laughs> fancy girls and I wanted to go out and party and mm -hmm. hang out with my friends. Uh, and then I would see these characters on TV and it would be like the, the jock guys. Yeah, the high school jock. Yeah, and yeah, you know, the they college would, football stud. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the stud. Yeah, yeah. Totally right. Yeah. And they'd have their ripped bodies and their six packs and all the cheerleaders would be after them and they would be so popular. And I, I was not that. Um, but then I, almost, I kind of saw life imitating art in my own school. Like, you know, it was the people who were in shape and mm. sporty who were the popular guys who were always the girls fancied them and I was like man okay you know for me to be popular or for girls to like me because nobody did at that time I need to get in shape and I need to look a certain way I need to look like I am muscular or I have a six pack and things like that and at the time I didn't know what it meant to physically be in good shape right mm. I just knew that you had to eat less and move more so I kind of did that and, you know, those insecurities led me down to developing an eating disorder. Is that what happened? Like, did it become, did it start off as something quite healthy and then turn into something quite destructive? I think there's a, there's a world, isn't there, where some people can turn anything into something quite dangerous. Say, for example, Russell Brand's quite a good example here. Russell Brand at one point was a drug addict and now he is now so healthy that that's almost become an addiction in itself. You know, he now does eight hours of yoga a day. So he's found, he's almost replaced his addiction. It's, it like happens to be addiction. something, well, it happens to be healthy, mm. but you could argue that any addiction is, unhealthy. is unhealthy. Is yeah. that, is that what happened? Did you, it started off being healthy, trying to eat a bit less, trying to make sure that you were cut and lean. And then it went into obsession. Is that a fair word to use? Yeah, I guess maybe that, that, because I've kind of gone through a roller coaster ride in terms of my well-being journey. Back in school, I didn't really know 
how to look after my body. I didn't really know how to get in shape. You know, like I said, I, I didn't care for PE at the time, but I wanted to look a certain way because, you know, everyone around me and what I could see on TV and in life. And, you know, I remember what being 14 and I think the second Twilight movie had come out and like everybody do, everybody was like obsessing Jesus over Taylor Christ, Lord. We are old Rory. I remember, I remember that in my thirties. I, I think I auditioned for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but like everybody, what everybody was like obsessing over Taylor Lautner, yeah, like yeah. Team Jacob and things. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, you know. And again, it just plays into that narrative that you know the way that you look is is how is almost pushed on to you. And you know that's that's the even more person. so now. Totally, even with more social so media. now with social media, it's a yeah, big for big sure. problem. Yeah, and so at the time I was like, okay, I'm just going to do whatever I can, fast track myself to, you know, be slim and be in shape. So I kind of started exercising all the time with good intentions. Started cutting down and eating right, and you know I was getting a lot of compliments about how I started to look, mm. and that validation was really gratifying for me. Yeah. You know, I really enjoyed it, and I kind of wanted more. And then it did lead down into that obsessive route where I just kept seeking people to say I looked good mm. because I had never had that throughout my life other than my mum saying, you know, you're, mm. you're a very handsome yeah. boy. Um, <laughs> and in terms of your eating disorder, wh- wh- how did that manifest? Were you anorexic? I was, yeah. I had anorexia and bulimia. Um, so started off being very underweight and, you know, I could look in the mirror and see myself and I thought I looked like Taylor Lautner. But actually, mm. the reality was I, I wasn't. And it's so funny. How, how much do you weigh now? So I don't really don't weigh myself it. now. I'm trying no. to like think how slim did you go? Because right went, now you're in great shape. I went to like seven stone. Yeah, whoa. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. So that's that's worrying. It, it, totally. Dude, yeah. That's worrying, worrying. Totally, totally. I think maybe now I'm like 11, 12. Yeah. I don't really weigh myself. M- my very superficial understanding of things illnesses such as anorexia and bulimia is that even when you're cured it's always there you know the way an alcoholic will acknowledge yeah. that they're always an alcoholic they're just an alcoholic who isn't drinking yeah how's your relation so? i think so i, I think don't so. think you ever i don't think you'll rec- i think you're forever in recovery i don't think that you're ever cured of being an alcoholic okay. from my very limited understanding of it okay. and i wanted to know if it's a similar like, do you now have a healthy relationship with food? Are you are you happy to eat anything and work it off, or is it is there always a lurking guilt? No, do you know what? Actually, it's funny. I've been thinking about this recently. I would say I'm very disciplined. Anyways, my lifestyle has completely changed. I'm I'm very healthy, and I don't have a sweet tooth. The only thing where I still think those demons from my past still lurk is around maybe like Christmas time or let's say Easter just come up. So when people buy me chocolates, I have to eat it straight away. It's I'm like a binge eater that I can't, right. like my girlfriend, she'll, she'll save pieces of chocolate and Christmas stuff and she'll keep it lasting for the, like the next three months. Me, it has oh, no to chance. be. Uh, exactly. No I chance. have to eat I, it on I, the same yeah. day or at least the day after mm. because once it's out, out of sight, out of mind, and then I can just continue if it's in my house, I have a problem with it being in the house. Like, yeah, if, if I'm there's like a that. pack of digestives, chocolate, I could clean it in one day. I feel so bad because I know the calories in each, and I'm like, okay, what have I just done? But I could easily go there in one day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. The Men's Room Podcast on TalkSport is proudly sponsored by Toolstation. This is your little reminder that you can join the Toolstation Club today online, in store, or via the app. You might be thinking, why would I sign up? But I'm glad you asked. At Toolstation, if you keep spending, you keep on saving. Signing up means that not only will you get a lovely 5% discount shopping with Toolstation, but there are thousands of prizes to be won. So that's the Toolstation Club. So make sure you join today online, in store, or via the app. In my entire life, I think you may be the first person I've ever spoken to who is male who has admitted to having an issue with anorexia or bulimia. Mm. Addy, have you ever met anyone male who's no, had this? females, tons. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tons. about, it's yeah. about, and it's fairly prevalent, but I, I also think, think in... it's 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 hidden in, like, we as males, hence why we started this podcast, men don't talk about things. Yeah. So you wouldn't even know, we could have a friend that we just wouldn't know because he wouldn't even have Oh, absolutely, but I've never, no, I've never, talk. I've never heard the words emanate from a male's mouth as I just have done here. I've never had a friend tell me that... How did you open issue. up then? Because, again, it's rare. How did you just become comfortable with speaking about these issues? It took a very long time, and I think, you know, it was only during the quarantine where I was talking around my fitness journey, and then I received a message from some, some a young guy in Brazil, and he was like a semi-professional football player, and he messaged me saying, you know, I really wish I looked like you. Um, and I don't like how I look about myself. And, you know, that was the moment the penny dropped for me. It was kind of actually, do you know what? Everything that I've been doing on my social media from here, um, what kind of message has been put out? I've never wanted people to want to be me and I've never wanted people to see themselves as inferior to me mm. because I have those thoughts about other people. You know, it's this vicious cycle. Somebody wants to look like me. They think I have the perfect life, but actually... I want somebody else's life. You know, I, yeah. I wish I was somebody else and looked like somebody else. And that was when I started to say, actually, I need to talk about my own experiences of my own insecurities. Because if this guy is brave enough to message me, he doesn't know me, he doesn't know what I could do with that information. Um, then I need to be authentic and honest with people and say, actually, you know, I, I I've had, yeah, I, I've had exactly the same as you. We're not, we're not dissimilar. How, how did you get over it? Over yeah, eating disorder. My acting career started, um, which sounds a bit strange. So, kind of, I, you know, I, straight after college, uh, I moved to London, did a PR internship because um, that's kind of what I never intended to get into acting. Um, either wanted to be a marine biologist or I wanted to go into sort of journalism and things like that. Uh, so I was doing an internship in London and then got scouted. Um, and then flew to LA and was living in LA. And as part of that, uh, I had access, I was really, really privileged to kind of work with some really great uh, nutritionists, dermatologists, life coaches. You know, I had Hugh Jackman's personal trainer training me. 
Um, so I had all of the information that I was seeking out when I was at school, trying to find out how to be the best version of myself. Because when I was in school, I was going on the internet trying to see what it meant to be healthy, but there's 101 different ways mm-hmm. the internet is telling you to be. Um, but in that moment, I had access, direct access to all of that information. And that helped me understand about my own body, about health, about well-being. And actually, it wasn't about looking good. It was about feeling good and the things that you put into your body and treating it like a like an engine, a machine, really. Mm. And that was kind of, you know, I one of my idols is Muhammad Ali. And, you know, I, even though I'm not an athlete, I have a mindset like an athlete that I should look after my body like an athlete. Um, and that that was the turning point for me. Mm. Is LA not, I always feel like with LA it's dangerous because everyone looks perfect. Like when we was, like, I think me and Rory went there for the um, Super Bowl and you're, you're, you're on the beach, I think, I can't remember what beach was, Malibu was it? I can't remember what beach was yeah, it. Yeah, one of them. Venice yeah. or something. Yeah, Malibu. And everyone just looked, they're walking past you and they're skating and it's abs, it's like, yeah. you know, six pack, tricep, bicep, delts, everyone. I'm like, Jesus. But also from the our, pressure from, from our very good. limited exposure, it was it was the normalizing of of things that aren't necessarily like normal. Not, and people don't have six packs when they're forty six. Like it isn't a normal thing. Whereas over there, it did feel quite normal. Mm. I felt like every person that we spoke to had had some form of plastic surgery, even mm. even in quite a like. I think things like Botox now, they're not even seen as being extreme anymore. I think that's just like life for yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. But for 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 our experiences of LA. It was it was everyone. Yeah. It was it was almost everyone for and young. That's what I found. I found yeah, amazing. that's the interesting one because when we were growing up, like, when you thought of plastic surgery, I remember for some reason like, in my head I just think of Sylvester Stallone's mum. Mother, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 because yeah, and I just think yeah, yeah, a great a great advert for, yeah, yeah, no, for no, plastic no, surgery. Yeah, yeah, because she was like seven. I was like, okay, it's acceptable. You're yeah, trying yeah. to still stay young, but then we're seeing it now with people in their twenties. Well, you see it here now though. Yeah. Like, like you know, my obviously my wife, she works on. Uh, as a producer on The Only Way is Essex. Mm. I think a lot of the cast, you know, they're all beautiful young people, decades younger than we are, Ed. And they've all had th- their own version of of help, even if it's a, a Botox jab. That's, or the, a, that's the pressure, isn't it? Or that? the lips. The is lips that the seem social to be media everywhere. pressure? Because even I went to go and see a dentist the other day about teeth. It's funny, actually. I actually um, bonding. Oh yeah. So I went in. <laughs> oh yeah, look at him. Perked up. I went in and actually they let you put it on to see what What's it looks bonding? like. Bonding is just it's like uh, it's almost like um a casting of teeth over your teeth. So your your teeth oh are there and then God. there's this little thin bonding that goes above wait, it. So are you, wait, do we need to talk? What what are you all right? What are no, you doing? no, because I thought no, you're not easy. Yeah? I'm on air, I'm on TV, and I remember looking it was one show actually I was with Laura Woods and someone else and I thought my god <laughs> they've got team, beautiful Hamsteads and mine are all over the place mine are over the place no no I'm okay, right. oh, oh look he's anyway. clearly he's clearly got <laughs> anyway so that's why I went to the dentist and I put it on and then I was like no I'm not doing this so what is it you I'm can have like this. the Rylands it, was gonna look, it, was, it looked perfect really? and I was like it's just too perfect. But does it come out? So basically, when you go on telly, you you put... No, 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 it's there, but then I think it's like for four or five years and then it comes out eventually. Off. It's not real, is it? But yeah, I was going to do that. And then I thought, I can't do this because it's um, it's almost too perfect. And I almost wanted a bit of non-perfection in a weird, yeah. strange, hmm. about way. I don't know why. But is it social media that's causing the pressure of younger people wanting to look perfect already? I would say so. I think definitely since social media and I started, 
you know, coming into the public eye when social media was, you know, in on the rise. Mm. Um, that that really helped in terms of the trajectory of my career. But I think nowadays, I, everybody wants to look perfect for social media. Yeah, and I think there is those blurred lines between what is filtered and unfiltered. Mm. You know, filters are so good nowadays that you can't yeah. even tell that they're, they're a scary. filter until you see the person in real life and you're like. Oh my god, you you look nothing like <laughs> your photo. That's the most awkward conversation that bit there. Yeah. yeah, but it's both, isn't it? Because I think for for girls, it's it's a it's a huge pressure, and the the pressures are quite obvious in terms of where they try and accentuate. But I think it's happening to fellas as well. Hundred like, percent. Do you know what I see so. on my timeline all the time? Like, and it's probably where the algorithm. But there's like so many fitness and people are like in the gym shirtless, and even I feel the pressure. I'm like, mm. man, these guys are like jacked and ripped, and you know, I need to get it. Because also, shape. ultimately, you're you're going to at some point fail on that journey because it is it is impossible. It's unsustainable to keep going and keep getting stronger no, no, and no, keep no, but getting fitter. The problem fitter. is then because I follow a guy. This is the issue, and you are correct. Me in my forties now. I remember thinking. I could go on a diet in my late twenties. Two weeks, mm. someone um, it, we're we're in shape. Whereas now it's this is impossible. But there's a guy that I follow who's fifty five, and I'm like, yeah, he's still in great shape, man. But so it's, it it's an anomaly, like, isn't it? Okay, it or maybe there's an exception to every rule. But generally speaking, if you are if you dedicate your life to fitness, I think that there has to become a resolution in your mindset that ultimately the physique that you have today, it, it almost definitely won't be the physique that you have in a decade's time, and you will either be upset about that or you will have to redefine what you consider to be the perfect physique that's interesting I think yeah I, that that's is very interesting, interesting yeah. I, th I think that because you know I still look at myself from a couple of years ago when I was in really great shape and I still strive to look like that but you know I'm now a couple of years down the road and you know well, you're still relatively I'm young still re yeah, yeah yeah but it's still you know it I yeah, but you're not 19 anymore, basically. Exactly. It, it, it's always relative, exactly. isn't it? Every decade you notice a Yeah, it's a, change. it's a bit harder. But it was really hard because I almost put the pressure on myself because I kind of set the, the A-star standard for what Tommy Hatto should look like. Um, and I always held myself to that standard. When I was meeting new people, I always thought, you know, even now when I meet new people, if they've seen a billboard of me or they've seen me in the magazine from like three years ago, I'm, all, I'm always very conscious to be like, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, no, no. I fully I don't understand. look like that anymore. <laughs> yeah. you know, how, how are they going to treat yeah. me? Or maybe they'll be disappointed if I'm going for a job or something. I've got my own WhatsApp photo up still of like four years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't look like that anymore. See, but <laughs> yeah. You see, that's a pressure that, that you have to face, which I, I think would be very difficult for us to empathise with. I think You don't have to though, ever do that. You never... When you go for a job... Look, there, there is a level where your appearance counts. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate that you're... And you know you're you're hosting and you're in front of camera and there is a level, mm. but but no, you're no, never not going to get a job because of because no, you're a size thirty two rather than a twenty eight. No, of course the not. Numbers of course are. Not. I think my thing is just my own ego in going to the gym. Yeah, I think it's just wanting to still look good. Yeah, having been a gym guy and be healthy years, as well and be, and be healthy. Yeah, and be healthy. And do you know what? I've, but guys in the gym that. take it to a completely another level. For, now. for me, it's legitimizing what I do. So I like to eat a lot and I like to drink a lot therefore I swim a mile three times a week like it's it's just kind of a trade-off mm. because it legitimizes you, the bad behavior you've obviously accepted that you're not going to look good anymore 
Yeah, fair. Did you see that? That's, wow. that's a friend, by the way. No, no, no. no. <laughs> there are photos of him when he had a six-pack. Solid, strong six. He's not got that anymore. No. And I wonder if you just accepted that because you are married no. with a kid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I wonder if you accepted, whereas me, single, lad about the town... Yes, yeah, kind of still said, no, dr- I've still yeah, got yeah. to Hang stay on a minute, in, mate. Still got to keep up Life with the Joneses. Dog, yeah. yeah, there's still something left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I Maybe think that's what it is. It's, it's the pressures, isn't it? They're, and they're, and the, the pressures, the pressures around this are huge. Um, had you know when you're having these conversations and people talk to you about your experiences, do you find generally that people are coming to you for counsel, males? Yes. I do. Um, you know, when I started talking about it, I had a lot of young men reach out to me to say, ah, oh, you know what? I kind of feel like this too. You know, I've, I felt like the pressures, whether that was me unintentionally putting pressure on them to look in a certain way or other people. But I, yeah, I've definitely had a load of young men reach out to me and all different types of men. You know, I think we have in this... We have in our minds that, you know, it might be a feminine thing or if it is a man, it's a certain type of man. But actually, there's so many different types of men who have reached out to me and had conversations with me. And it goes back to, you know, when we talk around eating disorders, you know, we initially think of things like anorexia and bulimia. But actually, one of the more prevalent eating disorders is muscle dysmorphia, which affects so many men that I see it in in the gym that I it's go crazy. to. You know, yeah. so many men don't feel as though they're muscular or lean enough. So mu- muscle dysmorphia would be when you look in the mirror and you're clearly stacked, but what you're seeing is room for improvement yeah, constantly. Yeah, yeah, And that's when you end up walking about like Arnie, innit? Yeah. That's when you're, because you're looking in the mirror and you think that we need to get bigger and that's when it's yeah, inflation. Yeah, and it's like the obsession with going to the gym. You know, I was in, I was kind of in that phase, you know, I was always in the gym, like, two hours twice a day I was taking like fat burners and diet pills to oh, get as really lean. yeah so is that is that is that something you've noticed as well uh, drugs effectively steroids things yeah, like that yeah yeah totally I know so many people who are doing it it's especially so many people who are in the industry you know I've never I don't drink and I, I don't take drugs but there's so many people that I see in the modeling and acting industry who do because it helps them I don't know with their metabolism or whatever, but all- that's become a thing now. There's, obviously, we don't have to mention names, but there are so many films out there now where guys are in incredible shape, yeah. and some interviewees have actually pushed them on it. Like, how did you get in that shape? Yeah. So we're not going to accept you at four meals a day with brown rice and chicken. Like you're in stupid. But, but shape. sometimes I think it's ridiculous. Like you know when you when you watch a TV show, you know when the character shouldn't be built like that. Like I watched a great series recent, recently, it's called Blackbird, Taron Egerton is the, the lead. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. a fantastic series. Yeah. But the character is a, is a drug dealer. Like, he's built, he's built like like a, a bodybuilder. And you know, you know, like it's not in keeping with the character, so it must just be Taron's own approach. Mm. He just happens to be massive. But people watching that, it, it normalises that sort of physique. It makes it. It makes it. It makes it normal. It makes it desirable. Whereas that isn't how people well, used to look a decade than, ago. You say that, but a decade ago there were lies. We were told lies. I remember, like I say, a decade ago, two decades ago, Hulk Hogan just eat your vitamins, kid. Mm. I mean, he's jacked. He's yeah, there's like that. Yeah. Inches, that but, just eat your vitamins. But you know when, you know when, you know when, this, you know when we were young and, and the films weren't. I don't oh, know, like so, Bruce Willis. Die well, yeah, Bruce Bruce Willis, normal physique. Uh, Matt Damon, normal physique. Ben Affleck, bit bigger but normal physique. Bit stronger but normal physique. Now, it seems a prerequisite to get a starring role in a Hollywood film, unless you're DiCaprio. 
first and foremost, you've got to have you got to have the deltoids like through the roof. They've got to be above your ears. Is that is that pressure? Because it's true when you think of like roles again, like Jonathan Majors in Creed, Chris Hemsworth in Four. Like it's just, physically, they're just incredible to look at. Is that an extra pressure that you find as well, having worked and still work in Hollywood? Yeah, definitely. I, I, there's so much emphasis on how you look. And I think, you know, it doesn't even transcend just into Hollywood. I think when you start to look, you know, in other terms of media and even in business that I've noticed, the way that you look, there's this narrative that almost attractiveness equals success. Um, so it's yeah, true though, isn't it? It is, it is true. true. I, I mean, mean, we take a look true. at things like, you know, sh- the reality shows. Let's, you know, Love Island, for example, that, you know, you could come out of Love Island and mm. you could earn like five times as much as a director at a corporate company. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that there is this perception that, you know, young people would look at and think, well, actually, you know, if I look, look a certain way, then I could make a load of money. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What do you think needs to be done here? Do you think that we need to, that we need to stop pushing the physique of perfection or do you, do you think do you, do you know an interesting one to hear your thoughts on how do you feel about like you know when I was a kid right Victoria's Secret you walk past Victoria's Secret it was every model was exactly as you would expect you know incredibly slender incredibly svelte generally bosomy is now, me a word? I've made it one. I've made, I've made it one. Um, uh, you can do that. It's the evolution of the English language. Now you're seeing plus size and things like that. Is that positive? Or is it positive because it's making people Everyone feel more feel... normal? Or is it negative because it's making those body shapes desirable and arguably those body shapes are, are unhealthy? Mm. Yeah, I would, it's a bit of a contentious subject, but Very. I would say that, you know, there's nothing wrong with being in shape. You know, when I talk around this body image and we have these pressures, there's nothing wrong. I, you know, I advocate people trying to get into shape and look after their health and try to be the best version of themselves because, you know, it is, it is true that when you look better, you do feel better. You know, you have more confidence. But I think it is those unrealistics, it's those extremes that we should try to be move away from. And yeah, maybe we should be more inclusive in terms of body types, but on the same token, it shouldn't be those two extremes. It shouldn't, we shouldn't be promoting sort of obesity and things like that. Um, you know, we have like one end of the spectrum here, which is like unhealthily skinny. And we have one end of the spectrum here, which is like unhealthily obese. I don't think we should be promoting people within that big scale. We m- might need to narrow it down a bit. You know, this is a healthy look. You don't have to have a six pack. Um, and it doesn't matter if you do have a few pounds or whatever, or you're underweight. But as long as you're healthy, that's the main thing. Mm. Mm. It's funny though, you say that, like that one in the, one of the, basically either end of the spectrum's not great. And even me though, in my twenties, trying to be in the middle and just be healthy, it almost overtook my life and like, that 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 search for a six pack and that want the protein shakes the, the mm. creatine eating eating brown rice with chicken and broccoli everywhere literally, chicken literally and broccoli everywhere, everywhere. Literally, four days four <laughs> days four days four four times a day and my missus would be like what is this and like gym would be priority number one and look it, whatever and it's weird because gym would be priority number one to the point where our schedules had to be worked out around that and it, it can get very unhealthy so. Physically, I look amazing. Everyone's like, you know, I'm getting the praise I, I wanted. 
You know, you're wearing a nice shirt, like, you're in shape. But then secretly, behind the scenes, it's killing my relationship. Mentally, it's taking its toll on me. It's taking its toll on my family, my friends, particularly my girlfriend at the time. So it's weird. People see that vision and image of someone that looks like they're just in great shape. But then what goes on to get you into that shape is a lot. Yeah, you know, it does, and when you're, when you're talking around the impact that it has outside of yourself, I can I totally relate. You know, I remember... You know, a couple of years ago, I was, there was this girl I was kind of chatting to and she wanted to go on a date. And I said to her, I was like, no, sorry, I need to go to the gym. It's crazy, isn't it? And I was like, oh, and I look back and I'm like, man, <laughs> that's crazy. I'm like, oh, okay. She's blown up like yeah. that. But also it affected my work, you know, having to look a certain way. I remember, um, I've never shared this story publicly, but um, I was, I was on, I was, I got cast for a Michael Bay movie. Um, oh, and I, Bad Boys is like one of my favorite movies. Yeah, so, yeah. So. Bad Boys Force coming out soon. Isn't oh, it? really? Production for it. Yeah, ah, before, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was working with Michael Bay, but um, and, and we were filming. But I was so conscious of the way that I looked on camera that I was like screwing up, and I, I never actually made it into the movie. And yeah, he uh, he had some very choice words to say to me. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, because I just and, and so what 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 was your prior? What happened? Like, were you you were focusing on? I wasn't focusing on the actual the thing, acting. Right. I, I was more focusing on how I was looking at the camera. So I would keep turning myself to make sure that they um, got, 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 <laughs> got a good my side. best angle yeah, and yeah. things like Jeez. that. So, and yeah. it just looked kept looking awkward on film. Mm. Um, and we had to do so many takes. See, that's um, an example of how destructive it can be, isn't it? Yeah. What an opportunity yeah. and what a what a part to land and incredible achievement to do so. But then this obsession and this focus has has detracted from the point of the role. Yeah, what a shame. exactly. Yeah, what, what's totally. that British actor that goes really extreme getting into shape? Daniel Day-Lewis. No, he, yeah, he's right there, but mm. the one that played uh, Batman. Uh, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah, remember yeah. that film where I got The Machinist? Yes. Where he Christian went Bale into did. like real, uh, yeah. he lost so much to get into a role. Yes, there yeah. was. Uh, there's a film about, you know, the, the prison, the prison in Ireland as well. Mm. Have you seen... Um, Fassbender Michael Fassbender does um, he's so good Fassbender basically it's about it's called, the film's called Hunger mm. and it's about the strikers the, you know the, the IRA so he must have got into yeah mate he must have had to lose yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an amazing commitment yeah um, where can people get in touch if they want any more information regarding or even if they want to reach out to you to speak to you about this I know you must be inundated because you are the busiest man on the planet <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes it feels like that yeah. um, people can reach me on my socials so Instagram TikTok Twitter um, or you know and what are they what is the social exactly uh, what's the at handle Tommy Hatto so at it's Tommy Hatto yeah so reach out to me I'm always happy to take messages you know I'm not people reach out to me with some really personal deep messages and you know I'll always take the time to respond I am not qualified in any of the things that's like the, that that's the difficulty yeah. isn't it because they are reaching out and you've gone through what you've gone through I guess everyone's journey is individual isn't it exactly yeah. totally so you know I can only signpost them to better counselling services than what I could ever offer um, and that, that's the point is around just sharing my story is mm. doing that and uh, yeah give them somebody people someone to relate to and I think just knowing that they're not alone that isn't you know it's a normal thing it's human human nature for us to want to strive to be better or, or mm. feel the pressures from somebody else so uh, yeah that's that's how that people can reach out to me before we wrap final one do, do you ever have any fear of going back to where you were is there like what Rory said was very interesting about uh, alcoholic feeling like 
even though they don't drink anymore. So it's like, there, lurking. Yeah, they're there. Like, they couldn't have a drink because they know that one drink, like that Denzel Washington film, Flight, mm. or that one drink that he grabs and that is spirals. Like, grateful, yeah. isn't it? Spiral. So we could we could do a film podcast, actually, yeah, couldn't yeah, we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have that fear of it could go back there again? Or is little, it now so uh, under control? Kind of, a little bit. I th- Right now, and this this comes back down to, you know, when I spread my message, it's I have such a good sense of self right now on who I am. Um, and I think that, that played a lot into the insecurities that I had. I always kind of wanted to be like other people. And I see that with a lot of people. And I think if you can have a strong sense of self and who you are and the things that you're doing as is for the validation of yourself and not others. You know, that's really helpful. But there are times, you know, I, I see it in the shift in my career now. Uh, you know, back when I started, I was in, living in LA. I was going to a lot of Disney Channel auditions. And now I'm like being put forward for like roles of like uncles or parents. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, I'm, you know. Um, so, and I feel, and I feel that pressure. So I've, I've never had any cosmetic surgery or anything like that. Um, would I have it? I mean, I would say no, but again, you don't know. Yeah. You I don't went know. for bonding. I never thought I could. That was between us one. Yeah. 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 No, no, and the WhatsApp group. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, thank you so much for coming on, Tommy. Thank really do appreciate much. it. Cheers, it's, uh, it's been a great episode. And if anyone is listening to this who is currently struggling with any of the topics raised in today's pod, do we know exactly where they can go? Have we got a signpost here directly? We'll, Is there we'll, something? We'll put, um, we'll, we'll put, put a link in the description. Perfect. We'll put a link in the description so they can make sure they, they click that link because there'll be many people that have struggled in one way, shape or form with body image or eating disorders. Um, again, Tommy, thank you so much. Rory Jennings, thank you so much. You've been listening to the Men's Room Podcast. Make sure you download this podcast wherever you download it from and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you very much. Or... You can hear us on the next one, or you might see us. (laughs) Cheers. Thank you. Tool Station are the proud sponsors of the Men's Room Podcast on Talk Sport. Join the Tool Station Club today online, in-store or via the app, and you will save some money getting a 5% discount shopping with Tool Station, as well as a chance to get your hands on some fantastic prizes, such as TVs, gaming consoles, and even holidays. If all that isn't enough, then remember, if you sign up, then you will get loads of exclusive discounts that aren't available anywhere else. That's the Tool Station Club. So make sure you join today, online, in-store, or via the app. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.